Hey everyone, this is Philip, and this is the best of the week for the Everyday Fighter podcast. So your brain controls your central nervous system. So your central nervous system, you've heard of it before. There's these two branches of your central nervous system. You have the fight or flight branch, which is the branch that gets you all fired up and ready to go. And then you have the rest and digest branch where it's when you're more calm and more relaxed. When you're in the fight or flight state, your body cannot heal. You have high levels of cortisol. You basically shut off the immune system. You shut off important digestive processes and you focus all of the energy on the uh, whatever the stressor is, whatever is uh, so creating the fear or or the excitement. Uh, so it's not the, necessarily just like you know, we talk about fight or flight. Typically, it's like, well, if you're a caveman, right? But I mean, even now, that that could come from stress from work, stress from family. You know, just it could be things, sitting in traffic. Traffic. It's your thoughts. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. So this is where it comes down to, mm-hmm. and, and I'll make it more simple. Your thoughts dictate what branch of the nervous system you're in. The other branch is the parasympathetic. And this is considered, uh, a lot of people call it the rest and digest branch of the nervous system. This is when your immune system starts to repair your body. This is when you recover. You need to spend a lot of time in this in this part of the nerve, uh, you know, this branch where, where you're in this rest and digest state where you're more relaxed. You need to balance that out. If that becomes imbalanced because you have the sympathetic nervous system that's overly stimulated, that can create disease that can that can that can exacerbate underlying disease. So if there's something already going on, if, if there's, you know, some some issues already at play and then you have this nervous system that's consistently activated because you have these thoughts in your head that are stressful and they create a release of cortisol that continuous activation of cortisol, uh, you know, affects your sleep affects the the way that your body composition looks it affects it can affect your entire body so that's where that's where the thoughts are extremely important i have a i have a podcast i run five days a week called your nutrition prescription and one day a week all i do is talk about i mostly talk about thoughts and mindset and that type of thing because um you know what you're thinking about what's going on is what creates your current physiological state that creates an unhealthy body or potentially a healthier body dependent on what your physiological state is uh, mostly. So physically, like even down to the cell level, it's not just what you're taking in in terms of nutrition that, that's affecting that, but it's also what's going on in here in, in your brain. You're the thoughts you have, the emotions that you're creating because that will that will affect the types of chemicals that your body is creating yes exactly and that will affect your digestion because if you're in traffic so let's say for example two different people one eats a meal and then they're driving in traffic and it stresses them out Hmm. it just makes their central nervous system activated yeah i get pretty activated (laughs) so so when you're tense when you're stressed you're tense your gi tract tenses up the food does not move down your GI tract the same way that it would or that it does in the other person who is driving through the same traffic and says, oh, traffic, awesome. This is a great opportunity for me to listen to this podcast that I've been wanting to listen to of this positive individual who's going to talk about 
this great topic that uplifts me. So they put that on and they have this other mindset of not traffic is the worst than the devil, but traffic is an opportunity for them to catch up on something and they completely switch the way that they perceive it. That person's going to digest their food better than the person who's sitting in traffic detesting it. So over time, that could potentially lead to digestive disorders hmm. just from being in a high stress state. This has been shown in clinical trials before. Um, stress is strongly related to irritable bowel syndrome, meditation, hypnosis, yoga. They all improve irritable bowel syndrome because they help to relax the the GI tract when they help to relax the, the, the brain and, and lower the stress level. Well, you're in a unique situation because you still continue to have your your fingers on the pulse of research, right? You're still in in that. You're you're looking at the papers. You're you're evaluating all all, all of that stuff. Granted, it it's probably Greek to to most of us, me and and others as well. A lot a lot of technical type of things in there, but is that something that? that is available to us in some way. You know, I mean, it's like if I look at the news, which I try not to, or look at the, the latest, you know, um, day shows, uh, you know, uh, daytime sh uh, talk show segment, it's not talking about this kind of stuff, right? Because, you know, and the fact is like you're saying, hey, there are clinical trials. This is science. There's science behind this. And these are the, the things that, that are working, right? But that's not what, that's not what you're hearing. You're hearing of... I don't know. The, a new, the, the latest, a, a the latest drug diet. that might be able yeah. to help with irritable bowel syndrome. And yeah, the like, latest, the latest diet or whatever. It's like you know, just kind of feeding, kind of like the ease that we talked about earlier. Um, it, is there a way to to switch that up? I mean, I don't. Is that is that a cultural thing? So, is that so a popular, system? Popular media thing? has an agenda, mm. and it always it, it's always going to be junk information. So turn that stuff off. Turn off the news, turn off all of that. Find some high quality sources of information. Uh, like I, ha I run a podcast and even on my podcast, I refer you to other people's podcasts who do good health and nutrition podcasts as well. So you don't have to just look for mine, but it's people that I've learned from and people that I know are putting out high quality information. Not everyone's putting out high quality information. Some people are telling you butter and your coffee is going to make you superhuman. That's nonsense and i know some people might get mad about that listening but uh it's nonsense there's no there's, i mean the the only redeeming quality of butter is that it has a small amount of butyrate which is a short chain fatty acid that helps to rebuild the gastrointestinal tract and and can provide a good fuel source for the brain but it has a small amount of that you can get that from eating a little bit of cold rice um which is uh it's just nothing spectacular so um, stay away from the sensationalist stuff. Uh, start it, start it, my podcast called your nutrition prescription. You can listen to others as well, that I recommend just try to find some good sources. You want people to tell you pros and cons. You don't want someone to say keto for everybody. Everybody should be keto. If they're saying that they have an agenda or they just don't know, like they don't really understand the physiology, which I see very frequently, or they have an agenda. There's a lot of people out there that are well-meaning, but they just don't understand the physiology. And that's why they think that everybody should be keto is they don't really, they don't know genetics. They don't study that. They don't read research papers. There's a lot of people who are, who have big businesses and sell a lot of products and, and, and promote diets that 
they don't really know the science. Hmm. They just, they had a six pack and then they, they kind of put some media promotion behind that. And, you know, they were on the cover of men's health or something. And then they, they, they took that and ran with it. And, and now they're giving people nutrition advice, but you know, sometimes it's not the most, it's not the most high quality information. So, you know, look for someone who's going to tell you the pros and cons. Um, I, I, some of my clients, I put them on keto. Some of them, most of them not. Um, and when you listen to my podcast, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why going very low carb might not be a good idea, but also some benefits that you can get from doing that. I'm going to tell you why fasting is great in most cases, but where in some cases it might not be. And you're not, most people aren't giving you that. And there are a few people that are, and I promote those people as well. I'm happy to like, there's a guy named Sean Stevenson who has a mono health show. I'm sure most people have heard about him. Guy named Dr. Cabral, who's really good, who has a, a, a show called the Cabral Concept. Just they're putting out excellent information, so it's available. Um, it's just sometimes you have to find it. If you happen to be listening to this show, you can go check out mine or check out one of their podcasts, the two that I just mentioned, and you will find a really high quality source of information. It, it, it's something that that really strikes me. It's it's very important, right? Because you know we got a lot of thoughts in our head. Right. And a lot of them, you know, we decide to let go. Some we hold on to, right? Some we hold on to enough that, you know, we start thinking it on a more consistent basis. But then some we, some of those thoughts we think so much that it actually comes out in words. You know, when, when someone says something, particularly on a frequent basis, then that's a very dominant thought for them. I remember another time, um, with a, a, a good friend of mine, um, this was actually at the beginning when we first kind of started get, to get to know each other. Um, we were both in kind of an informal business mastermind with uh, one or two other other guys. And during the first meetup that we had, it was at some restaurant somewhere, um, he had a frequent talk track as well. And his talk track was, I, I don't know. Right? So he would talk about uh, some business idea he had go through it's like yeah i was thinking about doing this and you know i think it'd be good for this and that but you know i, I don't know and you know he said that on a on a fr- pretty frequent basis I, I could swear he said at least half a dozen times in the mat in a matter of an hour at the time even though we were in a business mastermind and part of that is just kind of holding each other accountable I didn't feel like i knew him well enough to actually say something but it d- d- definitely stuck out for me right and we ended up going our separate ways uh, after our meeting, and but it still kind of stuck in me. I was like, you know what, Philip, you're not really serving him by keeping this to yourself. So what I ended up doing is I I emailed him and I said, hey man, you know it was awesome meeting up, and you know I, I think I think we're on to something here. And I said, but you know one thing I did want to mention to you is that I noticed that you said this a lot. I noticed that you said I don't know at the end of a lot of the things you're talking about. And I'm not sure if you're aware of it or not, but that's something you probably want to be more cognizant of. And um, again, we're very good friends uh, now. We actually, you know, we're business partners for a while as well. But that was something where it kind of struck me. Very, If it's coming out of your mouth, it's a big deal, right? You know, I tell those stories... As examples, but I mean, I am far, far from perfect, and 
I hope you, you kind of get that as, as we're talking here as well, that I don't, I'm not the thought police and I'm not, uh, I'm not anybody that uh, should be held to any higher standard than anyone else. I mean, I, I make those exact same mistakes. Mm-hmm.